Rachel's daf lamed gimel. The Gemara tells us a story. There was a chassid davening Shmuel Esrei, and a non-Jewish officer walked by and said hello to him, and he refused to answer him because he was in the middle of Shmuel Esrei. Says the officer, Reka, you're a boor. In your own Torah it says, You have to watch your soul. I can take my knife and cut your head off. What are you doing? So he said, give me a moment to explain it to you. If you yourself were talking to a king, and somebody said hello to you, would you stop? No. And if you did stop, what would the king do to you? The guy says, he'd cut my head off. Okay, I'm talking to Melech Malchim, how could I stop? We learned in the Mishnah, if a snake wraps himself around somebody's leg while he's down in Shemun you don't stop Shemun Yet, if it's a scorpion, says the Gemara, scorpions are unpredictable, they'll attack for no reason, you must stop Shemun In fact, if a person is thrown into a pit of snakes, we testify that that person is dead. Why? Because once you go into their domain, and you cause them to be uncomfortable, they will attack you. However, if you're thrown into a pit of lions, you can't testify that the person is dead. Because lions don't always attack, unless they're very hungry, etc. If you see a bull coming towards you and you're down in Shemun Esrei, you must stop immediately. If it's a bull that never attacked humans, doesn't have three attacks against humans, then if it's within 100 feet, 50 ama, you run. And if it's a bull that attacked humans, as long as you could see it, you have to get out of there. Because there's a saying in Aramaic, if you see a bull, run to the, to the roof and take the ladder with you. Because a bull will attack, he's unpredictable. Shmuel says, that's only a bull in Nisan time and a black bull because there's so much food around that he goes crazy. The famous story with Reb Hanina ben Daisa and the Aroid, some call it Arvad, there's a very special animal that's the product of a snake mating with a toad. And if it bites a human being, there's a race. Who could get to the water first? If the human gets first, then the Aroid dies. If the Aroid gets to the water first, then the human dies. And there was a Aroid causing a lot of trouble, and they went to Reb Hanina ben Daisa. He said, show me where he lives. He put his foot on his hole, and the Aroid bit him, and a nace happened that there was a ma'ayan that opened up right below his feet and there was water and he got to the water first and he killed Aroid. He took the Aroid, put him on his shoulders and brought him to the base of measure and he said, Ain't Aroid mamus. The Aroid doesn't kill. It's our sins that cause us to die. And then the people said, Wow, we feel bad for this Aroid that bumped into Reb Hanina ben Daisa. It says in the Mishnah, we say, Mashav Ruach, where? In the brach of Mechaya Mason. Because rain is the same thing as Pchiyas HaMesim, it's the same power, it's the same nace. And we say the same Talumatul Bracha, in the Birkis Hashanim, that's the Bracha Parnasa, because having our fields with rain and food, that's our Parnasa. Havdalah comes in the Bracha of Chaynen Adas. You need Das, you need Seichel to differentiate between Kodesh and Chal, Tomei and Tar. And Chacham say it's because it's the first Bracha that you say in the weekdays. Every Shemon Esri, you say three brachas in the beginning, three brachas in the end, but the first brach of weekday is Atachene. It says the Gemara, there are three things, three words that are surrounded by the name of Hashem. One of them is Deya, Seichel. So it's a great thing to have Seichel and to use Seichel. And in fact, if you don't, person that doesn't use Seichel, we don't have Rachmanas on him. The base of Migdash, Migdash is wrapped around with Hashem's name, also great. A person that uses Seichel, it's as if, he built the base of Mikdash. Nikama revenge, we need to explain. Because revenge seems like a bad thing. The Gemara says, no, in fact, revenge can be a good thing. depends how it's used. If it's used, if it's used against our enemies, then it's a really good thing. 
Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Lezer say that the bracha of Havdalah is not inserted into Atuchainen. Rabbi Kiva says it's its own bracha by itself, it's the fourth bracha Shmonesrei. Rabbi Lezer says he inserted it in Maidim. The question is, where does this Machlegis come from? If Klai Yisrael had a tradition to make Avdal every single Motzei Shabbos, then where's the, where can you have a Machlegis? We'll just look at what Anshu Knesset said to do and that's it. The answer is because there were three Takaris from Anshu Knesset and Chachamim, and therefore there's a lot of confusion. The first Takana was to say Havdalah in Shul in Shemona Because Klai Yisrael didn't have money then to buy wine and say it over wine. Later on, when they became wealthier, they changed Havdalah. They said, no more shul, let's do it on a cup of wine. But then Klai Yisrael became poor, so they had to change it, and they said, let's, instead of changing it every other generation, let's just make one takana. We'll say it in shul, and we'll say it on wine. Whoever can't afford it, will be yaitza with shul. And that's where the confusion came from. If a person only made Havdalah on the cup of wine, he has to say Havdalah in Shemun because the first takana was to say it in Shemun but what if the reverse? A person said Havdalah in Shemona Esrei. Does he repeat it at home? And we know the answer. We repeat it at home. But there's a b'risa that says you don't repeat it because it's shame has shameless shav. It's a brachal of Atalah. You don't say Hashem's names for, for no reason. It says, Laisisa. It's Isidur Raisa. But according to Rabbi Yechonon, you do repeat it at home. And that's the halacha. And this brings us to Amit Beis. You can ask a riddle. How is it if a person eats one kazais of bread, it will be of him in 24 brachas? And the answer is, if a person forgets to say Havdalah in Shemona Esrei, then he goes home and makes Havdalah on a, on a cup of wine. But what if he ate a kazais of bread before he made the Havdalah on the cup of wine? Then we penalize him and we make him say Shemona Esrei again with Havdalah, and that's Shemona Esrei, plus he has to make Birkas Hamazan, that's 24 brachas. A Matzah Shabbos that falls out on Yantif. There's no Atachayinin. So where do we insert the Havdalah? According to Rabbi Kiva, it's not a problem. According to Rabbi Lezah, it's not a problem. They insert it in their own brachas or in Maidim. The, the answer is that Rabbi Yechonon says, and there's three Lashonis in Rabbi Yechonon. Either the Lashon of Maidim, which means that everybody agrees to Rabbi Lezah, or the Lashon of Matin, that we lean towards Rabbi Lezah. We don't tell people in public that that looks like Rabbi Lezah, that you insert the Havdalah in Maidim. And the final lashon is nirin. We can see Rebbe words. In other words, we don't tell, not in public, we don't pass him like that to an individual, but if an individual said Havdalah by himself in Maidim, we don't make him repeat Shemun According to Rav Yosef, we say, and that's how we pass him today, we say, In the middle of Atabah we stop, we say Batadiyenu, which describes the Yom Taivim, and we are grateful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for giving us all the chukim, and differentiating between Shabbos and Yantav, because the Gdusha of Shabbos is greater than Yantav. Says the Mishnah, if somebody tries to give a Shvak HaKadosh Baruch and says, look, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you even have Rachmanus on birds, you, do shiluch, you made us do Shiluch HaKan, we tell them to be quiet. Either because that's going to create a jealousy between other animals and the birds, or because you think you understand Hashem's ways, you, when you do a mitzvah, you have to do the mitzvah because Hashem said to do the mitzvah, not because we understand the logic behind the mitzvah. If a person says, Maidim, and he says it, repeats it again, Maidim, it looks as if he's talking to two different entities and we tell him to be quiet. If a person says, I recall Hashem's great chesed, all the good that He does to me, we tell him to be quiet because you have to thank Hashem 
even for the bad. Just like you think Hashem for the good, you think Hashem for the bad, you say Baruch Dayanamis. There was a person that was sitting in front of Rukhanina and he started saying, Hokel, Hagadal, Hagibar, Vahanoira. Those are what we say. But he added, Ha'izuz, Ha'ayam, Vahanoira, Vahayari, etc., etc. And when he finished, Rukhanina said, That's all you have, that's all you got. In other words, in the Torah it says only three Shvachim. And Ezra only said three. And Anachikana said, They were second three. So say three. Otherwise, it's as if. You are belittling Hakash Baruch He has that much more. It's like saying on a person that has that much gold and you say, oh, he has a lot of silver. We know that everything is in the hands of heaven besides Yira Shemayim. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, what does Hashem want from you? Only to do a little bit of Yira Shemayim. It seems like it's very easy. It's very difficult. And you see that Hakash Baruch all he has in his Oitzar, all he has is Yira Shemayim. In other words, he covets Yira Shemayim. The answer is, Moshe Rabbeinu was so good at Yerushalayim, he didn't realize how difficult it is for everybody else. So he considered it a small thing. Have a wonderful day.